Baddies, this episode is brought to you by M3 is 3D. That's right. M3 is 3D is a company that makes 3D printed figurines, much like these heads that hold our beautiful headphones. They also make Dungeons and Dragons figures, dice organizers, all the things to make your nerd life easier. This one is specifically a Sauron 3D printed graphic head, and it's I love it so much because I'm such a Lord of the Rings nerd. So. And this is an alien. Yeah, so check out m3is3d.com. Use promo code ICBTB for 10% off at checkout. Yep. And, and yeah. That's enjoy. it, guys. We got sponsored, believe it or not. Yeah. Enjoy the show. It can't be that bad. Oh, 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 it can't be that bad. This is with a friend, and she goes, You know, like, this is pretty much a horror film, Alex. This is like kind of like as scary as it gets. I'm like, Yeah, but this is kind of like, I think this is classified as a thriller. I think this is like, I can do thriller. I can this do felt- like. Like a horror movie. I'm going to tell you. It was pretty, yeah. Very scary in the beginning. Very scary. Well, not the beginning, but like right when shit happens. When shit goes down. Should we we say what film we're talking about? Ladies and gentlemen. Well, let's welcome the baddies real quick. Welcome, 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 baddies. Yes, welcome to another episode of ICBTB Podcast. Also known as... It can't be that bad. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we have once again in the couch our very special guest, Rob Glatzel, sitting across G-money. from us. Hey, yes. everybody. Dude, uh, okay, and I always have to remind the listeners, if you haven't yet, listen back to the Tuesday episode, the highly relevant episode. We get very real. We have real conversations about this guy and all the stuff that he's been doing. Check him out everywhere um, through Instagram, room 208, blah, blah, blah. Everything's in the description. Yep. Amazing stuff. But this is our movie episode, and we watched No Escape. And uh, oh, I'm so sorry. Did I? Did I? We said it already. Um, no, but no. no, we didn't. Ladies and gentlemen, we watched No, no Escape. Escape Room. Stop. Sorry. I'm so sick of that joke for the seventh <laughs> time. Maybe once or twice, but the seventh. You're really just. What do, you, what do you call it? Like Hammering it home. Beating off a dead horse. I beat off dead horses all the time, and this is going far easier. I feel like we should watch that film. Just to like have a, a <laughs> just at, at some point, do like a double episode, do a two hander, super meta, <laughs> as a super meta joke for the only the people that watch this episode <laughs> and the episode before. No escape room with Rob. Honestly, so down. I, there's no way that 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 did well. So honestly, have you guys have you guys ever like do you guys watch films with your guests and then record the same like right after? No, we've done that maybe with Jules. Yeah, but that's it. We've never really well, done it. Only because we had left the movie theater right after, and we're like, we got, we got to go talk about cats. Yeah, yeah, for right, sure. fucking now. That could be an interesting. Well, I don't know. Anyways. To like, yeah, to just like do to it be like, fresh. To be like, let's let's group and let's watch this and let's immediately go into the podcast. Well, the difficult aspect of that, and we'll get to the movie real quick. Uh, but the difficult aspect of that is devoting like that's devoting the entire day yeah because let's watch the movie let's record highly irrelevant and then let's record the movie episode but that would be incredible if someone just had absolutely nothing to do yeah so if you have never if you don't have anything to do i'm down to do that with you it could be a cool experience not to derail this whole intro 24 hour show let's let's come back to that because it does sound kind of cool to like go immediately from film to let's talk about it our thoughts everything's fresh in our minds yeah yeah. Okay. Can, let's just down with it. Let's get straight into it, dude. Yeah. Yes. Let's get straight into it. Um. So, no escape. Uh. If you guys haven't seen it yet, pause this episode. Go on Netflix. It is still available on there. It is a thriller, 
action and adventure. I think Google slates it as action and adventure, but it's definitely more like thriller. I think it's a scary fucking it's movie. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. It's so stressful, and it has some of your favorite actors in there. Owen Wilson not doing the Owen Wilson thing. Lake Bell also not doing the Lake Bell thing. And Pierce Brosnan kind of doing the Pierce He's Brosnan thing. pretty much thing. doing Pierce Brosnan. A, a, a drunker Pierce Brosnan. Love drunk Pierce Brosnan. I think that's Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> <laughs> Just in real life? <laughs> okay, um, if it pleases the court, I have an itty-bitty nitty-gritty for us. Pleases the court. Pleases. We watch a film called No Escape Room. And, sorry. Shut the front. Sorry. No. A father and daughter check out a small town's escape room and discover that there's something sinister about the Sorry, wrong one. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so mad at you. I know. I know. So mad. Today's the episode where Christian kills me. We watched a movie called No Escape. It was rated R and was released in the year 2015. Has a runtime of one hour and 43 minutes, or for those of us who don't enjoy doing fast math, or as they called it in the old days, arithmetic, it's 103 minutes. This film is rated 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb and has a 47% on the Rotten Tomatoes, a 3.7 out of 5 from Facebook, and my friends, it's got Google users. Christian, did you see by chance what the Google user was? I didn't. I'm going to say 73%. I'm going to guess low. Rob, do you want to guess I, the... I'm going to guess a little higher. I'm going to say 78. I, it was actually 88% like this film. Wow. Really? I'm happy. I'm happy that's, with that. That's a, You know what it is? Is because like it's actually kind of an intense... For what it is, mm-hmm. it's pretty intense and gets it going. My heart rate was through the roof every minute of this film. I was sweating. My palms were wet. I was vomit on my sweater already. It was just, I couldn't get over it, you know? I will say, yeah. right off the bat, this movie, it's underrated. And yes. you've been trying to bring this movie to us since 2019. Mm. It's, I'm so glad that I finally watched it. I, this was one of the few films that I've watched for this podcast that I watched like from beginning to end nonstop, like did not pause once because hmm. usually I take like breaks because it was a bad movie podcast and some of these movies are sure. bad. Uh, but I, yeah. I only took one break to go get a big glass of water because I was breathing through my mouth the whole time. I was just like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> this, this movie's just, I, it's incredible. Let's get, let's, let's go. Synapses coming at you. Oh, you did it already, right? No. I oh, did you one, did that I did for, for no escape fake. room, you fuck. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> So mad at you. You got to say this thing, though. Right at you. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Rob knows, man. Rob knows. American businessman Jack Dwyer, wife Annie, and their two young daughters arrive in Southeast Asia to begin a new life. As his company plans to improve the region's water quality, the family quickly learns that they're right in the middle of a political uprising. Armed rebels attack the hotel where they're staying, ordered to kill any foreigners that they encounter. Amid utter chaos, Jack must find a way to save himself and his loved ones from the violence erupting all around them. Some is written and directed by John Eric Dowdle. Dowdle? Dowdle? I think it's pronounced Dowd. His brother was a, um, a producer on it. But it had a budget of just $5 million. Hmm. Um, but, gentlemen, do you know how much it made back in its box? No. Would you, gentlemen, like to guess what it made back in its box office recoup? It was the budget was five, five, five mil. Um, so I never saw this film advertise. Really, I I have I I have no recollection. I have of it. no idea. I just saw this on like HBO one day when I was hungover, and I was like, ah, Owen Wilson, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm going to say 3.8 million. Oh, you don't think it guess, made its money? I, I don't know, because I, I knew it's nothing hard. about it. I, I do remember this trailer. I will never forget seeing this trailer in the movie theaters. Because it's so Owen it had Wilson, a theatrical right. release. It's Owen Wilson throwing a child off of a building. Right. Woo. And I will never forget that trailer. I couldn't even tell you what movie I was seeing. But as soon as yeah. I saw what movie this was, I was like, oh, fuck. I've always been like aware of this film. Okay. Um, okay. So, Christian, how much do you think it made? $8 million. I think it got a return okay. because look at the actors that it's flexing. Yeah, for sure. Owen yeah. Wilson yeah. and Pierce Brosnan. Uh, gentlemen, I hate to disagree with you guys except for Christian I love disagreeing with you it actually made back so much money this film really? recouped 54.4 million dollars well deserved God yes. damn. well yes, deserved yes, yes, especially dude. made so cheaply filmed mostly in Thailand and I think most of their budget probably went to paying Pierce Brosnan um, oh, that's but fucking wild! They did a great job. Wow, they made their is, money back for a small budget. It's incredible, film. terrible for underestimating it like that. <sighs> you know what? You you like this film, and that's what you gave. Imagine it. watching this in theaters, though. Like how incredible it must have been, though. Like can, I would have. Can I just say though, like when I picked this film, when I, when I picked this film just to watch, right? Yeah. It was when I was like super hungover. Like so. Uh, the same with the last film that I picked, the Bye Bye, bye Man. Bye, man. Right? Like <laughs> I pick film. I pick films when I'm I'm just like, oh, like I've been partying or drinking all night. Like I wanna watch something dumb. Like I wanna watch something that wasn't trying to be dumb, but it's dumb. Right. Mm, at least they and, try. and I saw this film, right? And I was like it was like Owen Wilson is like this action role in this like foreign country. And I was like, Well, there's no way this is gonna be good. Like this is just this is a weird thing, you know? Yeah. Like, I thought it was maybe a real story. It wasn't until I started watching this but, where I was like, oh, this is but, a but it's up. But the thing is, it's Owen Wilson. Owen yes. Wilson is like a goofy or he's a romantic. Like, yeah. he's yes. not an action role. So I, so I saw it and I was like, ah, this is going to be funny. You know what I mean? I, well, I, and I, I put it on. It would be. Other than his... his uh, Two dad stint. jokes? No, oh. no, no, no. Like, what was that army movie he did? Oh, Black Hawk Down. Black Hawk Down. Behind Enemy Lines. Behind, behind, it, enemy, yeah. lines. behind, behind enemy Lines. Behind Enemy Lines. True. Black Hawk Down was Eric Bana. Yes, Behind Enemy Lines, a PG-13 uh, war film, which is hard to execute. That was the only action film that I had known that yeah. he had done. But this, seeing him like... Is is this... Okay, there's a lot of actioning happening around Owen Wilson. Sure. But he actually acts very realistic and yes. very... Yeah. Honest, like one of the things I was telling, yes, because I watched this film and then I finished it. Then I, I told my friend about it. We watched it together right after. And one of the things I kept telling her was like, you know, I, I would. My first thing would be like, I need to get a weapon. I need to arm myself. I need to protect the family and shit like that. But like, no, the truth of the matter is like, yeah, that's what everybody says. Like, oh man, I'd fight him. I'd shoot him. I'd take him on. But it's like, no, the, the truth is like, in that moment, no, you're you're focused on getting your family together, getting them to safety, figuring out what's going on. How what's the next move. Owen Wilson does his best acting, I think, in his career in this film, honestly. This is some really? intense, intense acting that he delivers on almost every second. I agree. The entire movie executed realism uh, minus a few moments, minus a few moments where I'm just like, would that really happen? But coming from him, he acted as honest as he could. I, yeah, I, I think so, too. I think, actually, I mean, as much as I was saying that this is like, when I saw his name cast in this, in this film, I was like, "This is ridiculous." But actually, seeing him fulfill this role is like, "Holy shit, this is cast super well." Yeah. 
um, I think we should tell the baddies like what the premise of the film is. Sure. Because it, because if you hear Owen Wilson in a, in a serious action film, you're like, what do I expect from Owen Wilson in this film? And that's what I went into this film thinking. And then I saw it and I was like, holy shit, this is a, this is perfect casting for Owen this Wilson. This is incredible. incredible. Great dad he, he role. He nails it. Yeah. He's a dad. He he nails the dad role. Does what he has to do. Mm-hmm. He's not. He doesn't turn into Rambo halfway through. Nope. And like all of a sudden, like we find out that he used to be a marine. It's like right. it, you mm-hmm. know how sometimes movies always turn that way. Yeah. Very realistic. Very like. What I've learned about comedic actors since comedy in general is harder to execute than drama because drama is just like real time. With comedy, you need to master comedic timing. So, like all these comedians, they've mastered that. It's kind of like a if you know ballet, then you could do you could do hip hop. If you mm. know classical singing, then you could do any other genre of uh, of singing. With comedy, that's like what it is because you have to master that timing. If you master comedic timing, then you can master dramatic timing easily. Mm. So, a lot of comedic actors, like uh, for example, like Kevin Hart, he, he's he's. He's dabbling in drama stuff now. Fatherhood like, was very intense. Right? See, stuff like that. Robin Williams, whose roots mm. were comedy. Improv. Boom. Improv, specifically. Yeah, he was able to master drama. So, like, Owen Wilson. As much as we're, like, looking through the thumbnails of these Netflix movies, we see Owen Wilson in action flick. We're we'll like, okay, let's see what's this about. Yeah. Honestly, not even surprised that he was able to, like, kill it in this, like, serious movie. Yeah. Let's stop from the top. Sure. Opening scene is actually kind of like a weird. And the opening scene, I think, is one of those you can still be buying popcorn and get to this movie late scene. Yeah. Sure. Because you can kind of take or leave that scene and it wouldn't really make that big of a difference. Does it make that like that could have almost even been a post credit scene? Yeah. Right? Like yeah. if at the end of the film they're like 17 hours early, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, and in fact, it wasn't until the second time I watched it that I realized that that guy talking to the prime minister is a Cardiff is like one of the Cardiff CEOs. Whoa, I didn't even realize that. I had the subtitles on the second time I watched it and the guy he's very he's calling he's saying Cardiff mm-hmm. quite a bit to him. Mm-hmm. Um so it's from minute 1 do we know that there's something going on uh that this company Cardiff is causing a rebellion in this non-disclosed Southeast Asian country uh that's north of Vietnam? Um, I think that's up upstream down, from Vietnam. Yeah, up or downstream from Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's it's bordering Vietnam, right? Exactly. And uh, which is easy to check. Like I don't know why yeah. they. I don't know why we didn't check either. Why yeah. they would make a re, a fake country next to a real country? Like it's yeah. just like just go fake all the way around. Fake like, all the countries. Yeah. Why not? Um. Well, it's it is interesting that they didn't name the country. I understand the strategy behind keeping it vague and just calling it like a southeastern Asian country. But they literally never ever they don't said. Call it they don't say anything. They like, never address where they are. However, we see like a bunch of uh we see a bunch of maps. Like maps and like signs that depict the language, right? Yes. And so, do, I don't, I don't, I didn't look into what language they did, or if they like made it up. Mostly Lao, Laotian. Oh, Laotian. And some like hill top. Okay, that's what you found out. That's what IMDb told me. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, but we do also see where it is on the airplane map when, when the opening film, we see Owen Wilson with his family on the airplane flying 
to the island. He's like, oh, no, we still have 11 hours to go. Yeah. Um, so they're clearly flying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they, oh, sorry. Oh, that part in the I want I just want to say, like, I picked this film, right? Because I was, you know, I, I wanted to watch a dumb film. Yeah. <laughs> and I this think I think up into like the 30 minute mark. Mm hmm. There are some kind of like things that you can laugh at, yes. which one of them is when they're on the plane and the and his wife is like, oh, how long have we been on this plane? And they like show they show a map of the plane and it's only like the first like third. They haven't even passed Hawaii. Yet. Yeah. Like they haven't even gone that far. And she's like, oh, like they haven't. Pissed. How long has this been? Oh and then the next time it's they like, see him, girl, we've been on the plane for like an hour. Yo, like, what yeah. Are you doing? Like, <laughs> someone didn't tripping. take their Xanax with them. You know what I mean? She'd never traveled abroad. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first time. I, th I think what's really funny too about that scene is the daughters, they set up very clearly like that the daughter doesn't swear. Yeah. So I was really, really hoping that, like, at the very end of the film, I didn't know where it was going, but I just <laughs> hoped the daughter at the end, like, looked whoever the antagonist was in the eyes and just goes, fuck yeah. you. Fuck you. Right? Yes. That would have been such a great, Honestly, like, I thought that's what they were foreshadowing. The fact that they didn't do it is one of the only mistakes that they made in this film. Brilliant, but I think, I bet you they thought of it. But it, it might just have just been a little too cheesy. I did notice the... Okay, we'll get there. But at the very end when they're rowing, um, the daughter smiles at one point And I was like, oh, man. They've been filming so long. Like, she was just fu having fun in a boat. She I'm going to be a movie star. She forgot that she was in a scary... Anyways. So they're flying to Southeast Asia. They arrive... Oh, uh, actually, no. Bees, his daughter, drops her bear. The bees. The beezy. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's ever what they call her, yeah. And uh, Pierce Brosnan is in the row behind him, right? Returns it to him, yeah. makes a kind of a fun connection. On the way out, we see all these taxi guys trying to get everybody's money and their attention from uh, yeah. the airport. He says, hey, don't trust these men. They're all scam artists. Yes. He says, come with me. I got a guy myself. Here pulls up the most colorful truck ever. A beautiful. I love it. Open-ended. Somewhere between a tuk-tuk and a UPS <laughs> truck. Uh, they call it the Kenny Rogers cab. No, 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 no. The guy comes out. So the actual okay, Kenny Rogers, who is like the name a, of the character, is that no, no, no. Kenny Rogers is a celebrity, a tentpole, a vocalist in America. Oh, you're talking about the singer Kenny Rogers, the singer yeah, the Kenny gamer. Rogers. Yes, yes, yes. But yes. this character specifically said, "No, I'm Kenny Roger." He omitted mm. the S because oh, he doesn't know. It's a joke on like you know like Asian pronunciation that he's like, "Oh, Kenny Rogers, I I'm Kenny Roger." Whoa! You guys didn't catch that? No, no, I, mean, no. I didn't. I only know that because my mom loves Kenny Rogers. I love okay. Kenny Rogers. Yes, and that guy calls himself Kenny Roger. Okay. And his Whoa. name in the movie, he slated it as Kenny Roger. Okay. Dope guy. Awesome. Dope guy. Yeah. But uh, I, I want to ask, did you guys, when you first watched this film, did you guys trust Pierce Brosnan? Because I didn't know if he was like, if he was still a little sketch. I, I don't know if I did. Um, I, I didn't, I did. I, I don't know how, like, I, I, I trust him, but <laughs> no character, character wise. I think, um, I did trust him because Owen Wilson is set up to be this family man. He's not set up to be like a badass in any way. And if they're going to introduce someone right at the beginning, who is kind of that like badass mm -hmm. good guy, mm -hmm. There's no way he's going to – I mean, there's a chance he's going to be sketch, but there's no one else that's been introduced 
who's gonna like in an action film play yes. that weight? Yeah. Right. So I was like, okay, he's obviously being introduced for a reason. Yeah. No one else has been introduced. He's probably gonna, you know, pull some kind of weight. He yes. might be the first person yeah. whose name we learn. Yeah. Right. Like they, he's Hammond. the first person whose 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 name we learn. Yeah. Um, because obviously he he has big balls in this country. He, brass balls. Yeah. Yes. He like fought a tiger. He has like the tiger's tooth. Yeah. Around his neck. Yes, but. Guys, do we believe any of his stories? Actually, after the shit that he pulled in this movie, I believe it. I I kind of hang on because of the shit that he pulled in this movie is the reason why I don't believe it. Oh, because because he's doing actual shit that his response to people would be like, "Yeah, I was fighting a tiger," like just to like get this done. Like, <laughs> who knows yeah. what that guy did? Like, I, his... I I wonder if like he was actually out killing like russian kgb okay, agents okay okay his, you know his, I mean? his explanation might be questionable yeah but his actions are the reason that he has a scar exactly is are actually valid. way more badass and way more scary than okay, he could cool, say cool, cool, cool. yeah it's not like oh i fell down a flight of stairs no. i'm gonna tell this right. girl i it's, fought it's a tiger it's not a children's story it's uh, uh which an adult you know story? he he elaborates on later in the film we'll get there but yeah. it's like this is more palatable for a child. Yes. Exactly. Yes, oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, on a plane. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Like, and one of the things yeah. that he does, he, and again, we'll get there, but yeah. like when he puts the ring, the necklace around her, yeah. and he says like, oh, this, my daughter gave this to me and said it would, I would never get hurt. Mm. I don't think he had a daughter. I don't. Really? I don't yeah. think he had a daughter. I think he knows that that's what's going to make her feel better because mm. she says, well, what about bees? And he goes, it's going to work on her too. He didn't mm-hmm. think about the next step of it. He yeah. didn't consider what would happen if she had a response to this yeah. save all talisman. I see that. And then she says, well, what about BZ? He goes, eh, it'll work on her too. And then we got to go. Mm-hmm. And so I, I see that as him being a super smart spy, which brings me to one of my things. Is like, I imagine that as James Bond after he like got, after, after Pierce Brosnan's Bond got fired and they hired Daniel Craig. Like that guy was still wanted to be James Bond and still had like all the training. Yeah. So he went and became a mercenary for some like Fortune 500 company and now he's doing this shit and he feels bad because the scar on his arm is specifically a James Bond scar. Um, the one on his arm is the one that Pierce Brosnan has from, I want to say Die Another Day. He gets cut and in fact that scar shows up in a couple of the other films too. So mm. it's just a weird shout out. And then they also call him British CIA, which would be the MI6, which yeah. is the branch that hey, Bond Force was. <clears throat> I fucking hope so. Um, so they landed in Southeast Asia, and uh, they get on the cab with Kenny Roger. Yes. Uh, and he... I'm sorry. He, the, the, he being Owen Wilson is always so aware of what's happening around him that even on the drive out, we're watching the city fall into chaos. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When they first leave, they're going through these tuk-tuks and you're seeing families. You're seeing families on motorcycles and stuff. And then all of a sudden you see the palace being surrounded by barbed wire. You see people having guns pointed at them. And then they get to the resort and it's like, okay, we're here. We don't have to worry about that. We're here protected behind these walls. But you know what's happening on the other side. Mm -hmm. You know, you can pretend that it's not. Yeah. But it is. It is. And they get. And like Owen Wilson, I I like the whole. I think they somehow foreshadowed Kenny Rogers in uh, importance, like how it's the... Kenny Rogers apostrophe S. Apostrophe S, (laughs) yes. Uh, That's why it was so hard for me to say. (laughs) But his importance, like, hey, keep keep your eyes on the road. Like, he's just kind of like this, like, 
I don't pay attention. I'm going to get you guys killed. That I think it was a foreshadowing of like, oh, he's going to save us later. The irony hmm. of like, he's a bad driver, but this guy is so... He was able to get like shots on the people later, yeah, yeah. right? He was well, a, yeah. he was able to protect them. I didn't. I mean, I didn't see that as foreshadowing. I just saw that as like as his cover is so good that to us lay people, we don't even we don't even understand. He's playing the role He's of such this a loud, like careless yeah, taxi driver. That's the Kenny Rogers cab. Everybody sees the Kenny Rogers cab. How could you not see the Kenny Rogers cab? Yeah, but that's the guy who's got like. Anyways. We'll get there. So they yeah. get. We'll get there. We'll, we will. The get name there. of this episode is "We'll Get we'll There." Get there. <laughs> um, they get to the hotel, and Jack has a beautiful welcome wagon there. Uh, his face is plastered all over like um, a banner. A banner. It says "Welcome Cardiff Engineers." Yes. Uh, they go up to the hotel, and they immediately realize that this resort is not all that it's cracked out to be. Yeah, the telephone lines aren't working. Nope. The television has a remote chained uh, to it. Basically, yeah. Basically, like most of the things that you would expect should work don't work. Yeah. yeah. And his family's like, oh, this is weird. Like, yeah. um, they brought their own rice cooker. That was funny. That was a funny that joke. Was funny. I actually really like that. <laughs> that is one of my favorite back and forth, especially when it comes back. Yeah. Yes. Um, the One of the lights don't work. The, the television does not have cable. And Owen Wilson being such a great dad, what's his response to the kids saying? This light switch doesn't work. He says, uh, "I don't know." What he says, he say? "You yeah. know what?" He says, it, "Like this is that's that's what I like about this place. Like it's so unpredictable. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a switch. mystery. Yeah. You don't know if it's going to turn well, something." Such on. a good dad, able to flip something yeah. that could easily ruin a day into like, "Ooh, yep. this is fun for kids." Yep. Such a great good father. Yep. Um, they call it a fourth world country. I they think do. They do, but they act, yes, they do. Have you ever read? Um, and it can. Economic Hitman, or the story of an economic hitman? No. No. It's this crazy book where they actually, like, discuss what the difference is between, like, a first world, a second world, and a third world country. And, like, this movie kind of actually very clearly dictates what a third world country is. But didn't they call it a fourth? They did. I think that's one of them it's trying like a, to be like a, a joke, joke about it. Yeah, it's oh, so okay, bad, it's not yeah, yeah. even a third world country. Got it, got it, got it. Um, because a first world country is, and back in the uh, Cold War era, this is when these terms came out. First world countries are USA and Russia and England and France. And these are all first world countries. Second world countries are countries like, at that time, uh, Iraq or Vietnam or Singapore. Countries that are truly dependent on other countries to help them succeed. Cuba. They're dependent directly on Russia to succeed. They're a second world country. They have aligned with this other group. That's what makes them. A third world country is a country that isn't aligned with any one of the major powers, yet has to directly use them to influence their government. So what that means is America or Russia or England goes into a country like South Africa or Singapore Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. Iraq, and they say, hey, look, we'll build you, just like they say in the movie, freeways, waterways, uh, malls, shopping centers, or we'll build you all this stuff. And then literally on the contract that they're signing, it's such an insane return percentage that they know they can't ever pay it back. So America goes in and they say, look, you owe us billions of dollars. The answer is you build us a military fort here. You give us all your diamonds. You give us all your oil. You give us prominence in the Red Sea. That's what what countries have been doing since the day, since they started... Colonize, colonizing places. Yeah. Let's uh, let's give them an offer that they can't resist, but something that they can't fulfill. You know, <clears throat> that's truly what that is. That and so is that will own you. A hundred percent. The theme of this film, and I think we should explain that that is the catalyst 
for the rebellion to what happens in this film. Yes. Yeah. The catalyst in this film is like, well, do you want to? Uh, well, uh, well, you want to take it away because that is that's essentially what happens. What you just explained is yeah. like that. That's the conflict in this film, and Owen Wilson and his family are caught up in this. They're yeah. just cogs in the machine, literally. But they're also players. He's, yeah, but he's he doesn't understand. But he but doesn't, he doesn't understand. know. But, but that's why I think you know he's just part of the. I think that's okay. We'll get there, <laughs> as the theme is. But I think. That that's what makes this film, to me, really great is that he's a cog, he doesn't know it, but he very much is responsible. He's culpable. Yeah. yeah. Well, he his intentions are different. He thinks that he is being brought into this company that is providing clean water for this third world country. Mm-hmm. Yep. When in essence, like you said, it is a first world country taking over the water resources of this third world country so yep. that they could enslave, quote unquote the people of this third world country. Exactly. And so especially with his face on that banner, yep. that is basically a wanted sign. Yeah. And these these rebels are bloodthirsty. Yep. The, their chant is literally blood for water. Yeah. Blood for water. They, they're so Brutal. upset by this water deal that they want nothing but to kill anybody involved with this water deal. Now is that... Okay, Realistic? The realism is like, are they willing to kill anyone innocent if they have no correlate because they're killing people of their own race mm-hmm. too yeah yes but but like pierce brosnan says it's because they believe that if they don't it's their children and their children's children who'll be forced into slavery and have to pay back the debts that they didn't owe right so these people who are fighting for the rebellion this is why like i kind of understand why the rebels are coming from are they going about it the wrong way again yeah yes. they're probably going about it like the most violent actually like def- definitively fascist way of doing it but but they're doing it because like every villain they believe they're protecting themselves from one side or another yeah right um but who do we care about more we care more about owen wilson and his family we want them to succeed we want them to survive that's that's just how the movie shapes out but i mean imagine if you lived in a country where someone else came in and said hey we're gonna take over everything and we're gonna butt fuck you and we know we're gonna do it and this is what we do all the time and there's nothing you can do about it and then you realize like actually there is quite a bit we could do about it. Mm-hmm. We could actually kick all of you guys the yeah. fuck out of here yeah. and make sure you never come back. Yeah, I mean, I understand. Well, that's like it's it's where the the lines a little vague. Like that's why I'm saying like Great. I understand why they want to like kill Owen Wilson. His face is on the banner of the company that's taking over their water resources, mm-hmm. right? But like his kids and like maybe these other people just staying at the hotel for whatever the fuck reasons. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's um. Yeah, that's. Coups aren't bloodless. That's like the two, the two things about this film that I really like, and what I'm kind of confused about. What I'm kind of confused about, and I and I get it, but it's not really explained. Is like you see a lot of people be killed in this film that aren't necessarily white people who work for this company. It's like a lot of help. It's like government versus uh not government and it's it's not exactly made clear but the like the um what am i trying to say like they're saying oh we're so mad that this company is coming in 
Yeah. Let's kill everyone associated with this company. But it's more than that. It's like a government overthrow. It's like, obviously, the government said, yeah, let's bring this company in. Let's do this. The prime minister was shaking hands with Exactly. Cardiff. And the yeah. prime minister is killed in the first scene. Yep. And it all kind of ties together. But it's like, it's 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 a little unclear, mm-hmm. I think. And, 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 I, yeah. and that's what gets kind of confusing. Like, you see all these people being killed. And it's like, well, what did... What did they do? What did that person have to do with this? Yeah. Like it's not like totally the bellhop of the uh, of the un- of the. I'm sorry. What what is it called? The Imperial the, the Imperial Lotus Hotel. Yeah. yeah. The bellhop was <laughs> bleeding, and yeah. he's just a bellhop. He's just like a of guy. that same country. Yeah. He's like I just work here. But and, exactly, he works and, for them though. True. Yeah. He, and, he's and servicing the, them, and that's oh, the mentality okay. yeah. of like. You're aiding this. Yep. You're either with us or against this, us. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I get it, but it's yeah. it's a little unclear at but times. But look at how there's, there's shots of like people dead in the street, and you're just like, well, what did that guy do? Like, no. I don't get yeah. it. But Very like, early on, when he's running, when when the riot first pops off, and right. Owen Wilson is running back to the hotel. At one point, he like runs past a dude who's just beating the shit out of a dead body with yeah. a stick. Oh yeah, it's just I like saw a, it's one like a, dude. Yeah. It's just like that. I don't think the person he's beating up was a cop. I don't think that guy was one of the rebels. I don't like know what's yeah. happening here. Yeah, I yeah. think w- like probably the one and only, and it's the main issue of this movie is just how vague it is. It's just a little yeah. vague, and I but, understand. I was gonna say, but aren't horror films kind of vague? In a small town, this serial killer goes crazy. No, usually in- they call it like in like uh in Halloweensville. You know they call they at least name it. At least like they this, name, yes, they yes, yes, we've, we've already established that <laughs> not naming it at all was a big mistake on their part. Yeah. But uh, something, and I, I want to give a big shout out to one of our producers, Alan Boo, who gave us a an immense list of notes. The, these notes are extremely detailed from like head to ever. toe. It is so good. Uh, he, I was talking to him on the phone yesterday about this movie because he couldn't be here because I had shifted the day. Um, he said that. Something that would have made this movie a little better was if we were given a slight perspective on the re- on the rebels, the rebels. end. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. where were they coming from? Because yes, Pierce Brosnan gives us a little bit of insight. Like, they're just people fighting for their families for clean water. Yeah. But if we could see it from their end a little bit, yeah. Because if they wanted their family to have clean water, wouldn't they let the Americans in still and like let them build the stuff first and then revolt? I mean, I'm not trying to tell the rebels how to do their job, but I would let them build the thing first and then take over. Because clearly they took over tanks very fast. Tanks and helicopters right away. They had access to, like, the biggest military aspects immediately. So you should have probably let the Americans build the shit and then take over. I I think, um, I think the, yes, what, what you're saying, like, there's, like, this vague aspect to this film of, like, how do they, like, how do they get that tank? How do they pretty, do this or that? Yeah, but they have I, one but I, helicopter. But I will say because I don't remember them ever saying this is this country. No, yeah. And I think I kind of think that's intentional because um, there's this whole like white colonialism th- theme to this whole film that they don't have to say. Ah, this happened in this country because it's happened all over. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. And just just showing what's happened is very powerful and not confining it to one place and saying this is the history of this country because you could easily fact check that if you wanted to. Yeah. You could just say this is what 
as Pierce Brosnan explains at some point, mm-hmm. which is like the only real explanation of like, oh, this is what, why they're why, so upset. Yep. But it's a very generalized. It's it's generalized. He's explaining. It's like he's explaining third it's world. It's like this is what countries who are first world countries do to third world countries, yep. essentially, right? And it just happens to be white people who are doing it to you know other countries. Shocker. Uh, exactly. And I think that's. I think sure. that's powerful, and also in the film aspect, it makes it a little vague. Where you're like, well, like, why is this happening? You know, in but cinema where everything fine, has to be whatever. so concise and explained, at to, and at the least, you have to set the place, the yeah. person, and the problem. It helps. Yeah, and they're literally like, what if we just, what if like fuck the place, we just do everything else? Yeah, which. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I get it. Sure. But that's it, what we're doing. It, but it, it it raises those questions of like, well, where is this? Like, you know, to a viewer, you're like, what is like, where where is this place? Yeah. But conceptually, it it it's a good it's a good message. It's it, good it, allegory. It, it makes the point, and you're like, damn, that's fucked up. And I think the cool part about it, which we haven't really talked about, Owen Wilson and his family, Owen Wilson. And his wife aren't really what you care about. Mm. What you care about is his kids who are this, like, they're innocent. They're the innocent people in this thing that's happening the same way that people in these countries that are kind of being, like, taken over, they're kind of innocent. They They don't understand what's going on. They're just there and it's being done to them. And you feel bad, like, damn, I can't believe that happened to these people. I can't believe this is happening to these kids. And that's like, I think to me, that's what makes this film really interesting. Cause you're like, I get why these people are upset, but I care about these kids. I don't really give a shit about Owen Wilson and his wife. They're good. Like surrogates to like, they express like, Oh, I care about these kids, but you're like, they're innocent. Yeah. They're innocent in this. And the people in these countries who are getting fucked over, they're innocent too. Like, honestly, I didn't care as much if like Owen Wilson or uh, his wife Annie got killed. Yeah. But like his kids, like I, okay, I want to I want to talk about one of the most breathtaking scenes in this entire movie mm. was when they had to go from one building to the other, mm. and he was telling his wife, "You have to jump from here to there," and obviously they had to jump from one building to another. And obviously, it was a big leap because when his wife was able, was finally convinced to jump off, she, she had bloodied knees, and hands, out. and yeah. like mm-hmm. and arms and whatnot. It was a it was a big jump. Yep. And I was like, okay, that makes sense for her to muster up the courage to be, do that jump. She's an adult. But when he says, "Okay, kids, come here," I'm gonna throw you from this building to the next. No, I but, don't know how much adrenaline I would need in my fucking system but he does to it right, throw though. my child. Yeah. But doesn't he do it in the most intense way where like he for does. the first one he does it right where he where he says, um, you know, tell me about the bulldog, we're gonna get you. Yeah. And she goes, Oh, I want to name it this thing. And he goes, That's not a better name than this. And she goes and like before he even finishes the question, he throws her because she won't yeah. have time to react or like yeah. question and like she's so focused. He's again such a great dad. dad. He yeah. he's able to rationalize his own fear, his own adrenaline and calm it down. And then when he's talking to um what what Lucy? Yeah. He yeah. and and he he's like, Look, I'm scared too. He's like, But we have to do this. 
Yeah. Fucking Lucy. Fucking Lucy. Yeah. When he goes to throw Lucy and she holds onto his neck and she is hanging there at the edge of the building because she held on. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I'm mad at him or at her or at gravity, but I'm mad at something because she is hanging. And imagine Annie, the wife, just like, oh my God, that is my daughter, my firstborn daughter hanging off the edge of a building right now. Holy fuck, dude. I mean, this movie makes me have to take deep breaths. Like, you said you didn't pause this movie. I hardly ever pause movies either. Or I hardly ever pause movies when we're watching because I like to sit through it all. Yeah. But this one I had to keep pausing just so I could catch my breath. Literally, just so, like, yeah. after scenes like that where I could just be like... <sighs> can you throw yeah. a kid? Can you throw uh, your like, kid? Like, literally, really after heavy. that scene, it's 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 like an onslaught of just, like, tension. There's it's, yeah. it's hard. They never break it. There's there's yeah, exactly. There's no break. It's just like, damn, this is real now. Yeah. Honestly, I'm going to be honest. I saw that scene where he's throwing his kids off the roof and I thought it was so fucking funny. <laughs> I thought it was this I thought it was the funniest shit. And when that and when that whole sequence ended, I didn't think it was funny anymore. Cuz you like, realized. Whoa. I was like, damn, this is a real film. Like but it doesn't get fun. Like it doesn't get it, funny it, till the it's end. It's real. No, I from that point on the the use of slow motion on the roof scene in particular when they first get the doors open to go onto the roof. Yeah, and it's slow motion as they're coming out. When Owen Wilson and Lake Bell are running to like make the jump, it's that to me is such a perfect like horror film. Maybe like a zombie film trope where it's like slow, where everything, when the helicopter shows up, it's so bad. You know, we're seeing it all happen Whoa. in slow motion. Yeah. We but they talk about the helicopter. do it so perfectly. They, they pace it out so, so slowly, yet the tension building is uh, through the roof. That was yeah. like a, that reminded me of like a lot of zombie tropes. Cause like in a lot of zombie films, there are a lot of moments and scenes where like, oh, these are the survivors of this first Wave. wave of zombies mm-hmm. and like here where we think we're safe and um right when we think we're absolutely like in the clear boom in this movie they thought they were all in the clear they're all happy they're with their families and they're like that's a helicopter see like and now yeah. owen wilson's making jokes to his family because they think they're gonna get saved and they see the helicopter rise it pivots and you see this Asian guy with an ak-47 just go do 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 yeah. on everyone children and all brutal crazy dude like what a turn of events yeah it's i mean the only reason why i knew the helicopter sound was going to be bad was because it was still only 40 minutes into the film yeah it's too early that's the only reason where i was like the americans couldn't have come this quick the only reason so from that rooftop that they have to run away from they find themselves in another building hiding and like we had kind of talked about earlier they get a nice knock on the door from a tank, uh, a tank that shoots, blows the entire building up pretty much. Yeah, fucks everything up, honestly. like uh, Fucks it up so much where they use dead bodies and debris to hide in yeah. for the night um, until they get found by another rebel where we get to see Owen Wilson cross the line he and did do what he has kill. to do. Uh, only kill. Yeah, his only kill. Uh, the- oh, no, he, sh- he shoots some guys later. Never mind. Yeah. Um, does he? In the final, final, right before the boat. Yes. He does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. But but yeah, this is his first. But there again, were... in a lot of films that generally go this way, 
he would do that kill and then and then he turns into Rambo. Yep. Now he's like now he's got a gun and a knife yep. and he's doing yes. But yes. no, not at all. He does that. It visibly shakes him to the point it shakes him to the point where when they are running away, she has to like remind him like this is what we're doing. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. We have to focus on what's happening now. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take charge. And he says, you know, I'm going to take charge. I'm going to lead. This is what we're doing. And he's, you know, in his moment of shock and fear where he has to just accept it and has to just go with it. The foreigner coming in or the the rebel coming in and yelling, foreigner, foreigner, foreigner. That was such a pivotal moment. He's just a big uh, fan of the band. And also, <laughs> he, he just didn't <laughs> also... That guy I love just didn't song. learn. I love it. That guy just didn't learn because Owen Wilson was like, "Hey, I have a family. Shut the fuck up." Yeah. He doesn't understand what he's saying. Oh, that also that like, he doesn't kids, know what he's saying. Kids. Yeah, and then the guy was like, "Okay, foreigner, foreigner, foreigner." Yeah, I mean, all he knows is like, "Shut up," right? I mean, it's it reminds me vaguely of the scene from Saving Private Ryan. Oh, with, with the knife, with the knife scene, right when he's like slowly oh. like stabbing him in, and he's like talking to this German guy, and he's like they don't speak each other's language, they don't know. They're both like, hey, yo, yo, terrified. Yo, wait, 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 wait. They're both scared, trying to fight for their life, and like that's the so, scary part. So well, they easily could have just been like, okay, let's let's chill. I'm not gonna kill you if you don't kill me. Because but that does happen later in the film. Yeah, I was just gonna say yes, and it's beautiful, very poetic. It is. It's it's. It's a weird thing in this film because it's like there's I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Just like it's it's a nice contrast of like this person doesn't give a shit that this guy has a family. And this guy later is like, oh, I see you have a family. Yeah, I feel it. It changes it. Yeah, I feel that you have a family and that's what you're trying to protect. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm saying. It's not about Owen Wilson. It's not about his wife. It's about his kids. And I think that's like the that's like the. That's what you that that's what makes you care about the characters in this film. I don't give a shit at any point about Owen Wilson. Oh. He doesn't do wow. anything. He doesn't do anything that I'm like, oh, I hope uh, like I hope Owen Wilson makes it out of this. Like, oh. Yeah. No, it's like I see his kids <laughs> and his love for his kids and how he's a dad to the kids. Yeah. And you're like, I don't want those kids to die. Yeah. And it's weird because those kids aren't really given personalities. You get this weird explanation of like, how was I born? And I yeah. think that's kind of dumb because <laughs> it's fucking kind of stupid when they <laughs> reveal how it happens, but whatever. But it doesn't matter because you're like, damn, those are kids. They're yeah. innocent mm. in all of this. And that's what you care about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they constantly wild to me. And they're constantly reminding us the innocence of these children. We're yep. constantly reminded the fact of her being like, oh, well, I'm hungry or like, yep. I, you know, I my go feet pee. hurt. I have to go pee. That scene where they are hiding within rubble and behind dead bodies and the youngest daughter saying, I have to go pee. And yep. the mom saying, just go in your pants. And like her trying to like, this is something that you guys have instilled within me. And like, I have to go in my pants right like. I'm not a baby. And not even understanding like the political conflict going on and like they didn't they had no time to explain yeah. like oh there's a coup going on so like here's what happens works for a water company. Yeah, right, that right, are right. underserved and underutilized. Right. Okay, this is a third world country and yeah. we come from a first world yeah, country. Yeah, we're white people and so this, this is America. This is what we did uh -huh. to uh, everyone. It's just like <laughs> no, it's like distilled to like I have to pee. And it's like, damn, I fucking like I feel that. I you, get it. You don't know what's going on and I fucking feel what you're going through. Yeah. Like, I think that it's crazy. It's crazy that this film does that 
and on the surface it's just like owen wilson is in an action flick in some Asian country. And you're like, the fuck is this? Like, it's wild to me. Owen Wilson running how, away from Asians yeah, with That's babies. how I went into this film. And halfway through the film, you're like, what the, f- what is happening? Like, <laughs> I care about these kids. And like, so invested, so invested yeah. from 10 minutes in. Like it's I was crazy. invested. So crazy. Okay. You guys were talking about, when he runs into another rebel and they like let each other pass, that was yes. like the motorcycle scene yeah. when he's going through the crowd. So right? when yeah. they're escaping, they steal a motorcycle and they get caught up in a celebratory parade. It's like a mob celebrate. Yeah, they're celebrating, kind of. but looking it's... for Jack at the same time yeah, and exactly. looking for other people to kill. Yeah, yeah, it's just like yeah, exactly. And what, exactly. that happened realistically? Yes, I yeah, think well, so. Yeah, look at you like think you get look, through that. Look at like the riots that happened. Uh, you know, I mean, you could drive the opposite way though. Put- if you're going, I mean, but look what happened. It's difficult. You're going against the stream, but salmon do it every year. Okay, and no one's looking at your face. Uh, you p- potentially, I mean, like if if mob mentality is happening, and you have, and if you're in a country where you're traveling through by motorcycle, that's the mode yeah. of transportation. Yeah, I wouldn't question it. Potential. Yeah, you know, you you have a family, you got to get to point. Bring the mic closer a, to your face, real from quick. A to B and shit like that. Yeah, I, I yeah potential. I I think potential. I think it's again, it would be weird if like. You were to point it out, but yeah. because it's there, if you're in the moment and something's going on, you're not going to be like, "Did you see that motorcycle driver?" Like, yeah, dude, yeah. motorcycles drive by all the time. What you know mean? what Alan pointed out to me? Um, he said that when the motorcycle fell and they all like fell, it wasn't more so like his American eyes when they locked eyes that gave it away, but there was a shot where they focus in on his shoes, mm. and Nike isn't red. Of, he wear, mm. he wears Nikes, and yep. Nikes aren't readily available in third yep. world countries. Interesting. They're bootleg versions of Nikes. Right. I noticed that he he was pulling his hair back over his ears. Yeah. And they're not a lot of blonde. Yeah. Asian people. I thought that's what really gave it away. Because, but you're right though. It's a shoes, factor of multiple. The things. shoes do come back right away because you the, couldn't the tell, shoes for sure. Yeah. He, you couldn't tell who he was because he fooled somebody else in that disguise earlier yeah. by just kind of like by, by playing it off. So. Yeah. But even think at the wow, end, they really do set everything up and like kind of like bring it back. As vague as this movie is, there's a lot of attention to detail with some of yeah. those moments because, like, think about the fisherman yeah. bringing it back to the shoes. The fisherman was like, "Okay, I'll let you do this if you give me your shoes." He didn't right. even want the watch. Yeah, he just yeah. Like, yeah. Cool shit about the gold watch. He's like, "Oh, those give are me the shoes. Those, those are, are real shoes. Like, those are Nike. those are ni- real Nikes." Yeah, yeah. And so, boom, there you go. I think that that's an Boom. incredible attention to detail, dude. Boom! There you go. Now Boom, you got Nikes, you go. uh, dude. The can- motor, the motorcycle scene, going through and hiding in the in the garden house. Yeah, yeah. They go to like a they. I think they just happen to cross. They they're just in the area and they like knock on a door and it's like a they kick open a door like an. Outdoor garden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't... Yeah, yeah. That's the only it way to describe it, it. Yeah. yeah. There's an old man there who, again, doesn't speak English and is he telling them the to garden. leave. And he's like, no, family, you know, family. And he says... Okay. He understands that he has a family. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so hide. He hides them. Oh. And then, sure enough, the rebels get there and the rebels are questioning the old man. They're punching the old man and they're slapping him around. And they realize, you know, they got to be here. So they're going to start searching for the family. And... As they start searching, Jack has his opportunity. Uh, Owen Wilson has his opportunity to steal a gun, to grab a gun. Um, and right as he's about to do it, the guy turns around and he grabs a gun. And then 
Yeah, man. Like Bell sacrifices, uh, you know, a moment to distract them so he can grab the gun, and then then this turns into one of the most intense scenes in the film. Yeah, when they have caught the parents, the children are hiding. The rebels are a minute away from doing the worst things to his wife, and then shooting him in the head, and and then we see. Hammond being forced and shoved into this area. He's being pushed in by one of the rebels, and he's saying, hey, I have guns. I have money. I can give you whatever you want. Uh, and then he's put down on his knees, and he's like, I can get you guns. I can get you all the guns you want. And then mm-hmm. him and the guy who's pointing a gun at him. Kenny Rogers. Turns into Kenny Rogers, and they kill all the bad, most of the bad guys, and yeah. he's there to save the day again. It turns into like almost immediate comedic relief, because now they're safe. We, all, we as viewers, feel safe. Yep. And now, like... Uh, Pierce Brosnan and Kenny Roger having. I said two. He's like, no, you said three, and he's like, that one's three. No, that one's two. Stuff like like that. They have that moment of kind of silliness, which is kind of almost uncouth for what we. They just almost made us watch. Can yeah? Can we? Can we just give a shout out to uh, what's his what's his wife's name? Lake Bell. Lake Bell. What's her name in the in the film? Annie. 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 Annie is a fucking. She'll she'll put herself into like a real situation. She's like she's like she's a real she's like an unsung hero in this film. She'll yeah. like she'll see that Owen Wilson's character is in danger and she'll be like, I gotta get him out of here. I'm, I'm gonna put myself it. in danger. And yeah. she puts herself in real danger. She's a fucking homie. Yeah. Like for yeah. real. She doesn't even question she, it. She doesn't. She's just like, this is what I gotta do. Yeah. Yeah. And she yep. does it. Yeah. So mad respect to her. Because because one response could be, I'm going to not do that and I'm going to protect the children or yep. I'm going to not do that. But no, her response is, I'm going to do this yep. and save it because together we can help. You know, apart, we may not be yeah. as strong. Together as we, we can get out of this. Yeah, it's she's, beautiful. She, fucking, she saves his ass twice. Yeah, she throws She's it smart. Down. She's definitely smart. She's dealing with, and like on top of that, like how... How much is she dealing with emotionally? Remember when she was crying in the bathroom at the beginning of, at yep. the beginning of the movie? Yeah. Because she's like shifting her life away from like, let's go from Texas, where I'm familiar, to this third world country where you got yep. hired, and these are the consequences. I can't imagine. That was her second day there. Yeah. They just landed. They went to sleep. Yeah. They woke up, and now there's a coup. She's legit ride or die. She's yeah. just like there. She's like, oh, That's this a is good what I have life. to do. She's like, fuck, I got to do this. Yeah, man. She's like Letty from Fast and the Furious. Which one's that? Letty's the one that's with Dominic Toretto. Oh, and you know what they say. Family. That's exactly what they say. <laughs> that's literally all they say. Um, I just whipped it. I saw it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it one more time. I'm going to push in. Boom. <laughs> they get saved by Hammond, and he brings him to a safe house, which the best yep. part about the safe house he brings him to, it's an opium whorehouse. <laughs> yeah. Um, that he has an apartment on on the yeah. top floor. He's like, like a be fucking regular there. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's the funniest thing about his character. He's just like this like, he's like, ah, like I come here a lot, but I'm mostly here for the girls. And I wear sweatpants uh, and strip clubs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've been here 15 so times. Yeah. Women love to please, you know how yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. It's kind um, of unlikable, but I uh, yeah, continue. He's doing bad things, but he's doing it in a cool way. Uh, yeah. Ah, he's, you know, he was very charming, like right before everything hit the fan at, at the bar. And then there was like that. <laughs> okay, one of the funniest lines, real quick, was when Owen Wilson points out like the, the two part band playing yeah. at the karaoke bar. And he says, Is he playing a Casio on yeah. top of a grand piano? Yeah. 
He's just like, yep. The... Welcome to Asia, mate. Yep, exactly. So funny. And I thought he was charming there. That's when I that's when I trusted him. Because on the airplane ride, I was like, ooh, there's something still sketch about Very scary. Person. A man with a scar on his eyebrow. Yeah. Very scary in the movie. But then he eventually, like, yeah, they go through the whorehouse. They give them a place of, like, uh... They feed him can chow chicken. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they they lie to the kids. Saying, I mean, how uh, else are you going to... I mean, he's right. They need their strength. Yeah, they need protein. Sure. Mm-hmm. Kancho Chicken's dog, by the way, if you haven't seen the film. Um, and he said, he tells the kids, uh, these are the chickens were fed uh, raisins, right? The chickens were fed raisins. That's yeah, why that's they taste sweet. So like, sweet. And yeah. then they go, well, what are the chickens fed in America? And Pierce Brosnan goes, huh? Again, Other Pierce Brosnan Ch- didn't Ch- prepare Ch- for a follow-up chicken? question. <laughs> I don't know. Did you say chicken? Chickens, I think, yeah. Other yeah. chickens. Other chickens, probably. Like, so funny. Yeah. Such a dig on factory farming. Honestly, guys, hunt your own food. Um, um. So they finally have a night, or not they, even a they night. They have like four hours, right? If like, they even get all four hours. Yeah. But what I found really pretty about that moment is, you know, Lake Bell and Owen Wilson have this moment of like, this is the worst moment of my life. Yeah. Yet I wouldn't change my life for for any of this, right? You know, like they ask straight up about their regrets and and what they wish they could have changed and. You know, I think in moments like this, you definitely learn how important your love is and how deep your love is when you wouldn't change even the worst times for the mm-hmm. best. What do you think about that scene, Rob? Um, yeah, I, v- I very much agree. Like, I <clears throat> to to kind of bring it back real quick. When I saw Owen Wilson was cast in this film, off the bat, like on paper, I'm like, this sounds dumb. Yeah, right. Like Owen Wilson is in. in he's not meant for this role, but watching the film and watching how he's set up to interact with his kids, you, you really care about the kids and kind of their relationship. Yeah. I can't think of anyone better to put in that situation to be like, we're in this fucked up situation and let's have a moment of like, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. And Owen Wilson, and he's just, he's just perfect for that role. Like both of them are just like, haha, like this sucks, but at least we're here together. Like that's, that's, that's my takeaway. I'm just like, damn, you guys fucking cast this so well. I can't imagine feeling empathy for anyone else in this role besides Owen Wilson at this moment. He made it work, man. He, he did. He's such a likable it, it tri- actor. It trips me the fuck out because I saw the film, you know, I saw it and I'm like, Owen Wilson, no way is this going to be good. And I'm, I'm blown away yeah. at every moment that he's in it. I'm just yeah. like, damn, that was an, that was an amazing casting. He did it well. He, he, he did. did it well. I care about this family at every point through the story. And you could tell he cared about this role much more than like comedic roles that he's done in the past. Yeah. Because he's usually just doing the Owen Wilson thing, right? It's wild. He's doing um, Shanghai New. It's Shang- yeah. exactly. It's fucking wild. You feel his love for his kids. It it's constant throughout the entire thing, and he's likable. You're like, oh, I care what happens to him and his family. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. That's why I thought he was gonna have to make the ultimate sacrifice. I mean, about halfway through the film, I was like, "Oh, I know how this is gonna end. He's gonna, he's gonna have to. How else are they gonna get yeah. out of this? There's no other way." Yeah. He thought he was gonna give up his own life. I, I could not see. Well, he almost did. I mean, he, he. So they have to get a boat. Pierce Brosnan. Yep. T- 
tells them that the only way out of here is to get a boat and head downstream to Vietnam. Well, they'll be considered as asylum seekers and they will be protected there. Um, And then they get ambushed by rebels and Kenny Roger gets shot in the head. Rest in peace. One of the most disappointing deaths. Yeah, because it was... So quick. It was, yes. But in... Ain't that real? Yeah, it's real. It was realistic. It, was, it happens that fast. Yeah. yeah. It happens and that fast. And just suddenly now here's somebody who's been on a thousand missions. And then Pierce Brosnan, yeah. Hammond, he gets shot in the like, gut. Right through the Literally stomach. right after. I think that's that's something I really like about this film and something I kind of dislike about this film. I'll, I'll explain on that. I dislike that they die literally like one after the mm. other. Boom, boom. Within no space. 20 seconds because yep. I think... It could have been spaced out a little bit. Kill one person. See Pierce Brosnan uh, does something tight and gets him a little farther. He has a little bit of a like, ah, I got you this far. You yeah. know what I mean? I also really like it that they didn't do that. Yeah, I really like that they kept it real. Like, he's not super hum- human. He's just a dude. Yes. He, oh. he did this. This guy died. Uh, he did this one thing. He's dead. Uh, you guys are kind of fucked. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. figure it out. I like that. I hate when films make someone a superhuman. Like, I'm gonna fucking Good. do yep. hella headshots. Oh, this is Love. unbelievable. Again, they turn into Rambo. Keep it real. Yeah, you've uh, opened my eyes to something because we were probably anticipating that yeah. Pierce Brosnan, ex James Bond, mm-hmm. was gonna be this guy that was gonna save the day to the very, very end. Maybe die at the end. Yeah, but he died in the middle. Hmm. Be, it, mid, like po, like last last half mid to Tor- towards the end, but yeah. he doesn't do much after he's the not other even in the dies. movie much. He's yeah. maybe fifteen he minutes of screen there, time. He, he helps out a little bit and then he's dead. And yeah. He's like okay, yeah, yeah, I feel it. Alan was saying that he wished that Pierce Brosnan was there more, that he felt like that he was kind of just like a what Arnold Schwarzenegger was to Savage. Uh, what was that movie? The other movie that we did on the podcast with uh, directed by Taron Killam. What that was. Killing Gunther. Killing Gunther. Like that kind of like we'll put him on the poster. He's gonna be in less than the half tag. of the film, and then we'll uh we'll we'll get the cash grab from mm-hmm. that. Yes, but also I think they used him effectively for the time that yes. he was there. Yeah, yeah. Because he did buy them time. Yeah. And the way he went, like I loved His it. Best death I think I think in the history of ICBTB, that's maybe my favorite death that we've seen. Because he's ready to just bleed out. Seen a lot of death, and he's literally like Fuck! I have to. They're right, not. They're not up. gonna make All it. Right, get up. I, I I like that death. Like it's the shoot the truck. Yeah, sacrifice. It's it's a little cheesy. Fine, but like it's goes it's, out like a champ. It's not like overly heroic. He plays his role. Yep. He does what his character was meant to do. It's and, not like and he doesn't do anything more. Yeah. It's not like he stood up and then like jumped into the car yeah, and like he, turned it yeah. and then got them into a boat. Yes. Like no, no, he did. He waited to the very last second when he could do it. He could only get one shot. He was smart enough to know when he has to do it. and He knew exactly can, like, okay, this is it. This is it. Can I'm I, dead. Can I just say one thing? Because this is kind of funny. I got this film confused with Roadhouse. Oh. <laughs> and, really? And for some reason, I remember this scene by the river where they're yeah. fighting. Yep. And I was like. Waiting and, for Patrick Swayze? Yes. And in my mind, I was like, there's going to be this kickboxing scene by the river. And I was like, but there's there's no way it's going to be Owen Wilson because he's he doesn't have that skill. 
And I'm like <laughs> waiting for someone to like initiate this kickboxing like dope ass scene. Oh my god. And then <laughs> and then <laughs> Obviously, it doesn't happen. I'm like, holy fuck, this is the wrong film. There is, that's not happening in this so film. Funny. There was no Honky Tonk Bar. There was There's no Patrick no, Swayze. Which is an amazing film. I fucking love Roadhouse. We both love Roadhouse. I believe it's Roadhouse. your father's yes, favorite it's film. It's amazing. It's, it's, it's a tentpole in his but life. There's, but, there's, but that doesn't happen in this film. And no. I'm like, there's, uh, and, then, and then. That's the most outlandish thing. I was thing. like, yeah, okay, this is not going to happen in this film. That's so <laughs> funny that you mixed those two up. I never would have crossed those two worlds together. I don't know either, man. Holy shit. It's almost shit. like watching No Escape Room instead of No Escape. Pretty sure Patrick Swayze passed away before <laughs> this probably was like basic, yeah. I don't I, I don't think so. No, Late, but, 2015. but that, oh. ending, that ending <laughs> fight scene, and I'm happy that it happened this way. Owen Wilson, you know, he hides under a boat, you know. Yep. And... Um, they figure out that he's under this boat. And while this is happening, his wife and his two daughters are hiding yeah. under a building, like under a, a like a sort. shack or yeah. something like, and I love that his wife is the one, sorry, what's her name? Please. Lake Bell. Lake Annie. Bell. But Annie, I love that Annie is the one who comes out and saves, and the saves day. them because okay. she's, saves she's the day from, saves the day from, from, from what's what? happening. So, because she's she's been holding it down the entire time. She's kind of the unsung hero. Yeah, she's I there. Agree. She's not the center she is of attention. The hero. Yeah, but in this scene, she's she's the one who comes out and saves Owen Wilson, saving the kids. Is and this, the kids is what you care about. Is this the perfect Mother's Day movie? <laughs> <laughs> not the perfect one, but um, it's. Um, I think it's all about moms. That way. Power if, to the moms. If you maybe. I think it's a mom movie. I'm I gonna make my down. mom watch this on I, Mother's I Day next year. Just that scene, just the few scenes where she says no, no, she's, she's the whole thing. She's, she's, watch the whole she's, thing. she's really there the entire time. Yeah, but she's holding not given down. the spotlight. Never, no. but dude. she's constantly she's constantly holding down for the family. Owen Wilson's the one who's given the spotlight, but he's he's kind of like, what do I what do I do here? You're right, yes. he but gets a lot of help. She's in the background. She's like, I'm she holding it down for everyone that you care about well let's break it down real quick owen wilson's the one that got the promotion he's the one that got the new job yeah. he's the one moving them out to a new place he's the great dad right. he's the good dad he is a good dad but she's the one holding it down she is she doesn't get enough attention she's the she doesn't she's the probably the strict mom right because she's the one like telling them like go to sleep blah 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 blah. she's like a little grumpy well the dad yeah. makes deals with her with the kids quite a bit yes but she's there when the dad's not yeah she's she's saying kids do this or that kids shush while your yeah. dad's getting his ass kicked yeah. so i can go fucking yeah. save she's your the dad one saving their she's, lives she's 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 in control of the kids owen wilson is trying to figure it out no disrespect to him but she's in charge of the kids and the kids are the ones who are really giving away positions she's the kids are what you care about yeah, she's in charge. So like, I don't want to discount anything she does, and I feel bad that I forgot that her name was Annie. But she fucking she held it down for this she family. She did. She was. She's great. That she's, actress was great. That character mm -hmm. was written well, and it is, it is, it brings justice that she's the one that saves the day at yep. the very end. Because if not, well, let's break it down to the baddies. What was it like? The 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 Asian rebel was making the daughter hold a gun. Oh, Lucy God. was gonna shoot Owen Wilson in the fucking oh, face. That's a face. Rough scene. And that was so. And and Owen Wilson finally like has this moment of like you you have to do it, Lucy. Like yeah. just do it. It's okay. Like yeah. it's okay. You have to do it. And like yep. that's where I was like, oh my God, 
He's making. He's he's really. Inc- it, this is it's happening. It's happening right here. And then, yeah. thank God, Annie saves the Yo, day because yeah. their lives are fucked after this. Oh, their so lives are so much fucked therapy. Up they're not gonna Ooh. go through middle. They're no not gonna way. go through middle school because they're not even in middle school those yet. Those kids have to be homeschooled These for the rest of their like lives. Fifth grade max, or yeah. they have to be uh, immediately enrolled in the CIA and then just become like the world's best best assassins. Yes, because they've been killing since they were yes. ten and they're eleven. They're gonna work for the government because they have. No emotions. After well, this. because the government lost their best agent, Pierce Brosnan, they yes. have to replace it with somebody. Their next best agent, Lucy. Boom. Yeah. I believe it. No, next yeah. Bond is going to be a woman. I be- Hey, <laughs> I'm all for it. That's very progressive, and I'm all for it, dude. Um, Jesus Christ, this movie was incredible. They eventually get yeah to Vietnam. Oh my God! <gasps> Can we talk about that real quick? Yeah, yes, please. Yes, because it's. That's actually the most. It's one of the most important parts. Okay, yeah. okay. So they say. So they are on the boat finally going on. They're on the stream. They're approaching the border to Vietnam. And there's Christian say it right. It's Vietnam. Viet, I'm not gonna say it that way. <laughs> Vietnam. Vietnam. Um, and there is uh, Vietnamese per, uh, patrollers Charlie. saying, "Hey, you cannot come here because." You, you are not authorized. You're not authorized yeah, you're not, to be. Yeah, you don't have clearance. While at the same time, they have those Asian uh, rebellers. Yeah, they're like they're like driving. So Rebels. yeah, so the family Why am I calling the, rebellers? the, the, the family is in a boat, and there's like rebels essentially driving alongside the boat with like guns pointed at the boat, yeah. and that's like that's the tension. It's like, yeah. are they going to cross the border before this? You know. It's honestly boom, boom, boom. Like they're yeah, in a, exactly. a gunshot Oreo. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Or yes, yes, good, oh, yeah. good, yes. I like that. And they eventually, I love Oreos, dude. Yeah, you too. really spoke to my now, soul. Now I get it. Oh, uh, when you said I Oreos? didn't understand the tension of that scene until just now when you explained that Honestly, it's like an Oreo. The symbolism of like what was going on in this movie didn't make sense until you brought up that great the the whole cookie. movie, much like a layered cake. Much, this is the Oreo layer. Much like a cheeseburger is stacked upon itself. To- so you get the three. <laughs> so you have three buns on a Big Mac, right? Yeah, but yeah. the secret sauce is on all four sides. Wow. You guys familiar with Thresh Leches, Kate? <laughs> because that means three milks. First milk. This ambiguous. Second milk. Goat milk. Third milk. Mother's milk, <laughs> aka ambiguous Asian country, aka Owen Wilson, aka Vietnam. Yeah. Okay, fuck it. Enough of the jokes. They eventually get there, and like, once they cross that border, we thought Vietnam was gonna shoot them, right? Right. But they say no. This boat is now in, in Vietnamese waters. Yes. Yeah. Question. Only, only flaw that I see in this entire film that makes me very upset that I really just I have to get it off my chest now. Only flaw. Literally. They make it very adamant that none of the rebels can speak English. So then why do the Vietnamese speak to the rebels in English and they completely understand? Yeah. Education. Education. I, I, education. I, I feel what you're saying. I think that's probably one of the flaws in this film. They, it's like, like they, they should have yelled at them in it's, dialect. It's, it's, there's, there's this weird like you understand and then you don't understand. Well, like, let's put it this way. In America... In um in SoCal, when we are like right the the next the bordering country is mm. Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how many Californians? How many Southern Californians legitimately know like proper 
uh, Spanish mm. as opposed to like not a lot, but the border patrol agents do. Ah, good. Okay, good. Cool, cool, yeah. cool, 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 cool. Yeah, cool, cool. So it's it's from it. It would make sense that the yeah. The, at least and you're, the, so you're telling me that Vietnam doesn't know that the country right next to them is having a like a vicious bloody rebellion, and they also don't know what language they speak. And like it's a, wait, wait, isn't this just like one day? Yeah, seventeen well, hours. Is. That's it, what it is. The Vietnam's coup is happening a, within uh, one the day. The coup didn't happen and start in one it, day. Like it's been boiling over for years. Okay, sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. It's just a little like it's a weird like a little disconnect. That's the that's everything's like, so yeah well, vague, vague, it's vague, vague, and it's specific. Well, well they make such like, a strong point of that they don't speak English. Yeah, and then all of a sudden here they are being I yelled at it. in English. Yeah. I feel it. Whatever. Yeah. but I love it. I love it. They get saved. We could ask as many questions. It's a small detail. It's a small thing. It's legitimately my only call. I mean, it's small, but it also changes how the f- film plays out. But I like I feel, they un- like maybe they did speak English. I, like but I they feel were what you're him. saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a small it's a small detail. That's a mistake. I think on like in the scriptwriter's part where they're just like yeah, and then the Vietnamese yell at them, and they're like yeah, yeah, and the Vietnamese yell at them, and they're like yeah. what are they? Uh, what are they yelling at? What are they yelling at them yeah. in? What are they saying? Yeah, they should have said it in that country's language. So yeah. since we've reached it all, I have one last note here from Alan. Yeah. It's an incredible. It's a question. To propose to us. <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to ask. I the love is, it. Who would win in a fight, Pierce Brosnan or Daniel Craig? This is incredible. And now are we asking who as like men or as their bonds? Because I'm going to say as their bonds, as their equals, right? Let's I think just, Daniel Craig would win both of them. I knew, I, and I told Alan that you would say that. I'm going to say Pierce Brosnan. I don't. I can't say I know films that either of them are in. Oh. How about them as actors? They're if both James know. Bond. But at different times. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, dude. Pierce Brosnan was younger when was he younger when he did these Bond yeah, films? Yeah, actually, I think Daniel Craig is now the oldest actor to play Bond. Okay, so that's that's what I'm basing it off yeah, of, and yeah, yeah. it's only because of my weird bias of like growing up in the '90s. Like, oh, that's Pierce Brosnan is James Bond. Pierce Brosnan, and I've always said this is the best looking Bond. Mm-hmm. Daniel Craig, though. Is the best James Bond. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to offer right now. Yes, we can do James Bond. Sometime movie. before. Yes, for sure. Oh. Sometime before or after your birthday, but for your birthday, <gasps> I want to just like, let's chill with you. Let's drink a lot of drinks and like smoke a lot of weed and watch just, just some James Bond movies. We can drink Stoli and eat caviar. For sure, dude. Love. I'll, 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 I will block out an entire day. Oh, my God. I can't wait to make you watch a whole movie about horses. <sighs> That sounds, that sounds upsetting. Can it's called A View to one? a Kill, and Christopher Walken's in it, and all Ugh. of a sudden they're just like... It, they spend, watch all the Pierce they spend a good ones? hour and a half talking about horses, and then at the end of it, they're just like, let's go have a fight on the Golden Gate Bridge. Let's watch Trust all the me. Pierce Brosnan ones. No, those are so much worse, because he no, doesn't even act like good. Halle Berry. She doesn't act good either. She is great. I just watched Swordfish, and like... That is good acting, but have you seen Catwoman? No. That's bad acting. Terrible. Okay, let's, we should uh, do Catwoman. I would love to, actually. Um, let's, let's, let's do the fucking thing and let's, uh, rate this movie. Let's, uh, get our best person on set award type of thing and, uh, all that stuff. Guest of honor. Out of five. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Five being the best. One being the worst. Um, Zero being I'm going to say 3.5 because, uh, do I have to explain why? <laughs> no, I mean, not if you, what did you call it? 3.5. 3.5. Okay. Okay. It's good. It's worth watching. I can see it's, why people don't like intense. it. It's intense. I yes. can understand the plot holes, but it's a good film. Yeah. It's tense if you want to watch something that's like a thriller yeah. and like you you really care when you don't think you're going to care. Yep. 
Yeah. That's like what really struck me. Best person on set, I think Owen Wilson. He fucking killed it. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, he's a likable dad. He's put into the role where like, uh, do I care about this dad and his family? A hundred percent because Owen Wilson sells it. Yeah. 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 I completely agree. I think I would give it a 3.5, potentially a 3.75 if we're going to split hairs here. Um, uh, I do say, you know, word of warning, if you have hypertension or bad, bad blood pressure or children of your own or you travel to the Southeast Asia land a lot, don't watch this film. It's only going to make you very anxious. <laughs> um, and then my best person on said word is like Belle. She's an incredible mm-hmm. actress as well. Incredible. Also an incredibly funny actress yeah. doing the same thing that Owen Wilson is doing of, in such a different role than they're normally done. Absolutely kills it for all the reasons that Rob had said earlier as a character and as an actress. My best person on said word has to be. Like Bell. I'm going to give this movie a four out of five because definitely in comparison to the rest of the movies that we've done on this podcast, this is extremely under underrated. This is yes. one that I I, I just I said that I, I I want people to see. I've watched from beginning to end without pausing. It it's a good movie that's just not given enough light. Yeah, there are some plot holes. Yeah, there's some English kind, speaking Vietnamese border patrol agents. It's kind of vague, but. Kinda? Watch it. It's like it's really vague. Like, uh, God, at least name the country, y'all. That's one of make the up only reasons. Name. Let's quickly make up a non a, a non realistic Asian country without offending anything. Le Mao. I'm down with Le Mao. What are the yeah, people called? Go with that. Le Maoies. Le Maoshin. Le Maoshin. Oh, because it's so close to uh, Lao. Okay. Yeah. Laos, I think, is the name of that country. Lao, Laos. Laoshin. <laughs> God, I used to I'll like a girl that. from Laos too. Didn't we all, buddy? Uh, no, not all, not all of us. Um, shout out that girl. Um, um, hey, thank you, Rob, for, for finally showing me this film. Like I said, I remember this trailer. I remember like being semi-interested because it's Owen Wilson, but never having the balls to watch something so intense. That's my best person yeah. on set award, by the way. Owen Wilson. I didn't get to say it. <laughs> Owen Wilson. Mm-hmm. Owen Wilson did a fantastic. What, what, what are you laughing at? What, 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 what are you laughing at? The, the aggression that you had jumping in aggression? right there. Aggression? My the, body. The like, fast, like, that, that, like, good on you, sir. You, you can, <laughs> what? I'm proud of you, man. I'm I don't understand you. how I earned that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm proud of you, pal. I'm, you're doing good. I was hey. like, if I don't get it in. You're doing good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Owen Wilson, because Owen Wilson is playing a part that he's not usually given. Yeah. Continue with your spiel. That's the end of my spiel. Um, yes, Rob. Where thank can people you. find you? Yeah. Uh, you can find me on, I guess, like, on Instagram <laughs> as room underscore two period zero period eight. Are there periods now? Yeah, it's just, it's Once weird. Honestly, just, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Twitter room 208, I think is probably the easiest way to find me. Or just message me on Instagram as Rob's underscore party. Yeah, yeah. I can just direct all, you all to whatever. The will be in the description. And they can find below. you on Twitch, right? Because yeah, you do live streams. I, I just have a bunch of, just fucking all over the place. Rob does it all. You can do it all, yeah. man. I'm Show there. your face to the camera. You're a very handsome guy. You're... Have you ever thought of doing <sighs> like um, oil on canvas paintings? I feel like you'd be really good at painting. No, but you could pay me if... I can paint you. Want to? Like use you as a canvas or paint a picture of you. Both? If an artist were yes. to actually like offer to paint you, <laughs> how nude? Completely. I didn't know there was another way well, to do it. Well, we have friends that no. like have done like nude modeling. <laughs> we do? Yeah. I, I don't think we I do. would do that, but... 
talk hit me up we'll figure it out if the, i'd be down if to the like, numbers right i'd be down not even for a number but i'd be down to like take an art class and like do a, a body art that's what i'm talking class. about like that's i, what I'm I mean that, and they love not to be weird or anything but they would love us three because we all have very specific body types uh. you know what i mean like no no we're not like the what you would generally see so like if we walked into an art class right now they would love you naked mine is super dad bod and mine is mine so is 17th too. century what? Mine is probably two, but we could do like a no, three, like a dude. The three of us, thing. the three of us would be like, you know, they, they'd be like um, twenty twenty one Charlie's Angels. I yeah, as men, that would never pass. I I, why not? I mean, they made Ocean's Char- Eleven girls. Charlie's dads. Charlie's Charlie's dads. devils. Char- oh. Charlie's. Yeah. What are the men? What yeah, said? what's the masculine equivalent to an angel? I yeah. guess I mean there are men angels though. Yeah, I so it could so still Charlie's be Charlie's angels. angels. Yeah, I guess it could work out. Or should or should Charlie now be a woman also? Cheryl's angels. <laughs> Maybe Char- no, Charles. No. Charles. Charles. Dad's. <laughs> Charles's dad. <laughs> this Charles's what? Dad. Charles's dad, creator of the X Men. <laughs> Charles. Charles's three dads. This sounds like a cheap that's a sitcom. Like, that's, a, that's a sitcom that failed in the eighties. Charles's three dads, starring Steve Gutenberg and Steve Martin and Dan Michael Aykroyd. J. Fox. <laughs> okay, let's end this because it looks like we're at the end. Uh, Rob, is there anything? Actually, before you leave, yeah, look dead into your camera and tell the baddies one last thing you want to leave with them. Everything for everyone. Hmm. Wow, that was the quickest. You came prepped, yo. Everything for everyone, and I love that. Beautiful. I think we have a new sticker idea. Boom, everything for everyone. All right. Love you guys. Love y'all. I love you more than Christian. Baddies, thanks for listening to the show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. This episode was brought to you by companies like M3is3D.com. Be sure to check them out. All the links that you need to find them are in the descriptions below. And uh, be sure to check out icbtb.com to get any of your merch that you want from us or to check out episodes on any other platforms, streaming platforms, or YouTube. And be sure to hit us up on our socials. Email us and DM us on Instagram, and we'll see you guys later. Take it easy.